Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I am still high off of Cali weed. I'm Ben, and I'm making Torrance great again. I'm Damon, and I can only bottom on poppers. That seems like a loaded sentence, but I don't really know much about that. That was for Ben's benefit. That's also the quickest the show has ever turned gay. I think so, yeah. Right during the intro. Actually, I think the last time I was on the show, we also made Papa references during the intro. Oh, that's right, yeah. We did. Gotta keep the theme alive. Well, every time you show up on a Zoom call, everybody ends up pulling out a bottle of poppers. And then everybody has notes about each other's poppers. Oh, that brand. Yeah, I've seen that before. I've never tried that kind. Oh, it made my head hurt a little bit. Exactly. I actually haven't been in the um, the video chat in a while. I, every time I miss it. So we haven't had anyone to actually come in and start the uh, poppers um, notes conversation. No. I guess that's me, isn't it? <laughs> That's that's your designated role in the Zoom chat, Dan. Yeah, the Zoom chat, Dan and the Popper King. Let's uh, let's not trademark that, Mister Popper. <laughs> Mister Popper Zoom chat. Big Popper, Popper Pig. No, Popper Pig. No, 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 no. That's the new ride going to Legoland. Popper Pig's Daddy Adventure or something. That sounds like um, that sounds like some sort of weird like bluegrass cover band that tours around to leather events yeah 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 they're like don't buy a shirt (laughs) don't buy a shirt (laughs) um this is your favorite coaster sucks we're a roller coaster podcast if you couldn't tell by all of that right up top harnesses at one point And uh, if you're listening now, it's fucking Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Or and whatever holiday. holidays. Yeah, whatever holiday you celebrate, I hope it was um, the most holiday it could be. Well, I'm half Jewish, so I grew up celebrating both Hanukkah and Christmas. So I hope you got like 16 nights of Hanukkah. And That's not how that works. Twenty-four okay. nights of Christmas. That sounds Just horrible. <laughs> double up on everything. You know how many birds that would be if it was double the twelve days of Christmas. You know it's a terrible gift present. A bird. Who who would do that? <laughs> and how much worse does it get exponentially by each bird? <laughs> right. It's like, oh, you got me a bird. It's like, no, I got, ten, was it ten, 10 calling birds? Right. Six goose, geese of laying or whatever. I mean, if you why, have, why would I want geese as laying eggs? Like, why would I want that? If you lived on a farm, maybe it was pretty nice. That meant you were eating that winter. Mm. You know? yeah, that's you true. The song eggs. The song was written in what, like the 1800s or something? So maybe that was like 
super extravagant extravagant gifts whereas now we're all in the mindset of like trying to jam 63 birds into an apartment different times which is obviously hell or heaven depending on who you are I found anyway the song was published in 1780 so so those are pretty extravagant gifts in England 1780 in England so I guess a partridge and a pear tree was pretty fucking lit in England. Oh, totally. You know what else is lit in England? Nemesis. <laughs> Sorry. I was I was told You're disconnected. Um ready to pair. I was told that I have a challenge tonight that I have to say Nemesis three times in this recording. Well you're down to two. Wow. Yeah, you knocked one out right away. You're right. It was a uh, courtesy of Alex from uh, Theme Park, well, formerly Theme Park Worldwide. He no longer is a part of that. Well, then He's don't heavy. fucking plug him. Don't fucking plug him, then. <laughs> Sorry, you can edit that out. Don't don't give him a free fucking plug if he's not a part of it. <laughs> no, no, that's a long story that we're not going to get into on the air. But uh, yeah, he just sent me, uh, I want to say, well, he was my friend Alex, who I traveled in England with, said, I want to set you a challenge for your favorite coaster sucks recording. Mention that ride three times. <laughs> so, and you you avoided it so you wouldn't even get a bonus second one out nope. of just right there. So nope. I'll give you um I'll give you big ups for that. So we'll see when you get the other two. We'll have the nemesis counter going. Okay, um, so we, I've mentioned it once. So guys, I've got a quick trip report for you. Sure, go for it. I had a great time. I didn't visit any parks. Okay. So there's not going to be any of that, but I'll get to something coaster related during this trip report for you guys. Cuz I have I a point of point. contention. I think I have a I have a fucking hot topic for us to really get down to the nitty-gritty coaster nerd wise. Oh boy. So let me tell you, I visited San Francisco. First time I've ever been there. Good god, what an amazing fucking city sarcasm or no dude that place is amazing fucking amazing what was so amazing about it uh well i mean okay first context of the trip was i was there to see uh metallica for their 40th anniversary concerts which was yeah fucking incredible um I won't nerd too hard on the set list, but there was some deep cuts. They did a, a live debut of a song called Fixer, which was fucking amazing. Um, and yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen Metallica. They're probably the most incredible live band there is. So they're absolutely worth seeing. They're even worth traveling to go see. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it was my first time in the Bay Area. Um, got some weed right after, uh, went right from the airport to, uh, the arena where they were having the shows in the afternoon. Cause they set up merch booths outside. That's how smart Metallica is. They can take your money before the show even starts or without even getting ticket money. They'll sell you a shirt or a poster. I got a poster and a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so then we went on to get some weed. Good guy. You know, you can do that in Cali and cool. 
So got some buds, and then we uh, found our hotel, got ready to go for the show later on in the evening, kicked ass. Then we boogied on over to the Fillmore, which is a well-known venue there in uh, San Francisco, and we got to check out, it's called The Wedding Band, right? And it's Kirk Hammett and Rob Trujillo from Metallica, and then some other guys, one of the guys from Death Angel and... uh forget who else, but they do just like covers like from the eighties and seventies. And it was, it was just fun, you know, see them jamming on some, like they did funk songs and black Sabbath and fucking uh, uh, Cheech and Chong songs. So it's cool. Then on Saturday, we went over to uh, ocean beach and we did some volunteering. There's, with the All Within My Hands Foundation, which is Metallica's uh, foundation. We volunteered and did a beach cleanup. Fucking amazing. Beautiful beach. Lovely way to spend a Saturday morning cleaning up some garbage and uh, helping (laughs) keep a beach beautiful, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so then we headed over to Fisherman's Wharf. And uh, we went to Boudin Bakery, right? Now, good Lord, I've had a bread bowl in my life, but I've never had fucking San Francisco sourdough. Oh, it's good. I mean, I've I've had it in other parts of California that claim it's San Francisco sourdough, so I don't know if it's as good. I mean, holy shit, the flavor is like... And, like, the soup was good, too. It was, like, so... Yeah, like, the perfect lunch. Fucking great. So we were walking around Fisherman's Wharf, and then we happened upon the cable cars. And we realized that the cable cars there would take us right back to our hotel. So we waited in the long-ass line to get on the cable cars. And uh, we were on the line that had that hill with the steepest descent on the whole system. Okay. And I was on the standing side. Oh, boy. Oh, it was fun. No, like, major story other than when you ride them, what's great is that there's a guy on the back, and he, like, takes the fares and stuff, and then there's the guy in the front who, like, does the controls. And the guy in the back, he'll actually hop off and, like, yell at cars to move if they're even an inch over the line. (laughs) Like, jump off and run down a hill and be like, move! And like knock on a window and like <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty great. You get a good show out of it. So I didn't I had no understanding at all of how these cable cars worked. Neither of us did. So we looked it up. Do either of you know how the cable cars in San Francisco work? Not quite. Yeah. Ben, you do know? So, Danan, as a brief explanation, sure. essentially, they've got rails built into the street, mm-hmm. and then underneath the rails, they've got a cable that just runs at about nine miles per hour with a drum on either end No, oh. that's basically just constantly rotating, and the car itself will then grip... With like an extremely powerful grip mm-hmm. that's controlled by the like the brakeman or whatever, 
grip onto that cable to maintain that speed and for power up the hills. But it also has a manual brake on it as well as a manual fail-safe brake to help control the speed going downhills. But it maintains the grip on the cable, so it theoretically maintains about 9 miles per hour the whole time. And when it does curves, it'll, like, unlock and relock, essentially. All this is to say... Sorry, what was that? I was going to say, it's like like how Deja Vu works. I mean, a little bit. And so all this is to basically say, I think really, if you get down to the nitty gritty, there's a pretty valid argument for counting the San Francisco cable cars as a powered coaster. Oh my God. Was that where this was going? I could see it. (laughs) If people count Ruguru as a second credit, I think it's safe to count a cable car. Listen, it's just a coaster count. You can count whatever you want. I'm not going to fight you. But Ruguru is not a new credit. (laughs) (laughs) See, I also count American Eagle Blue as two credits because it's it's another, it's like a different experience going backwards, even though it's the same train. Wait, really? Uh... No. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> no, but I think there I feel like there's more validity in saying in counting a San Francisco cable car as a powered coaster than there is to counting Mantis and Rougarou. Yeah, no. I I agree with you on that one. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> because for better or worse, it's partially gravity powered. <laughs> it's got brakes on it. So it's got the potential to go faster than that. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not personally going to be counting um, the Powell and Market car that I rode, but, you know. But you're saying if someone did count it, you think it, they, have a, they have a case. Basically. I'd say I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't dismiss it as quickly as I do someone who double counts like Firebird and whatever the fuck it's called now or you know dead. <laughs> oh wait, no, Firebird was Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, but then well, the same that's three th- credits because there was Iron Wolf, Apocalypse, Firebird. Right. Uh but then those same people don't count Hulk as two credits. I have had actual fights with people about this. Like, I remember someone like was trying to fight me hardcore, but Hulk was, for better or worse, completely rebuilt. Yeah. Other than the the launch tube, um, the launch tube, and I think the station were the only pieces of track and support from the original ride. But I don't even know if the station was. I think just the launch tube. Because everything else was completely ripped out. Even the footers. Those are new footers. <laughs> like That's a new coaster. Yeah, like it just happens to have the same layout. Yeah. But like, 
it's like if you could theoretically build it right next to the old one and it would be a completely different ride in the sense of it's a different structure. I mean, Hulk has... Okay, I mean, at least when I wrote it, Hulk has more new track than Phantom's Revenge Test from Steel Force. uh, Steel Phantom. And people count that as two different credits. So... Right. That makes sense. Yeah. But again, it's it's like people who don't count the track itself and they count the experience, which I don't get. I I don't understand. So like people who wouldn't count a twin track coaster as as two? Yeah, they count it as one. And that I don't get it all either because it's like, how would you count Mantis and Rogaru as two, but like American Eagle red and blue, which you could like literally put fucking take a a saw down the middle of lengthwise and be and end up with two completely separate structures. Listen, I know people who count uh the intimate first generation free falls as credits. See that seems I think that's valid. Personally. Yeah that's that's honestly more of an argument. That that's full, log flumes. It's full circuit. It's got a lift hill. It's got a first drop. It's got a brake Rails, run. wheels, yeah. gravity-powered. The argument, I guess, is like, what's the difference between that and Superman at Magic Mountain? Which is, I mean... I count that as pretty two good, credits. That's a pretty good argument. I mean, to me, it boils down to usually, like, whatever is listed on the site right. on, like, uh, Coaster-Count or RCDB. Yeah, I, I kind of base it off RCDB. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> but that's the thing is at the end of the day it is really a personal thing yeah however if you count a ride that just has different trains or they turn the train backwards or some bullshit like that you're wrong I agree could you, could you imagine counting each individual vehicle as a new credit well that's what I'm saying at what point do you draw the line if Mantis and Roguru are two credits then, like, how is the left seat and the right seat not two credits? How is the fucking front seat and the back seat not two credits? Like, how is train one and train two not two credits? <laughs> you know, like, or on spinning coasters, like mock spinning coasters, it's like, oh, we went down the first drop at a 35 degree angle to the left. Now I'm going to sit credit. in the other seat. We did a 180 rotation on the first drop. That's a new credit. Whoa, new credit. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> yeah, I've been on I've been on over a thousand coasters. Holy shit, dude, you're only twelve. Yeah, I've been on time traveler over a thousand times. Every ride's different. Like, I just don't like where is the fucking line then? You know there was, there was one uh like there's like those old uh, dark rides that have the hill. You know what I'm talking about? Like Wacky Shack at Waldemere or Do- Devil's Mine. Well, does the uh, does the one at Dino's have a hill or is that flat? That's flat. Though oh. so Astrolands used to have a hill, Dante's Inferno, but it, it only went down. It didn't go up. However, the Ghost Train at Blackpool Pleasure Beach is an actual like down and up. 
and while we were waiting, we were we were watching it cycle, and we we're like, "Is this a credit? Is this not a credit?" I ended up not counting it because it's not an RCDB. But, eh. hey, you guys, I wanted yeah. to talk about something really quick. Um, and that that is Pantheon at Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. To which I just generally wanted to say, um, you know, <laughs> the ride looks great. We should get right it. I can't believe it's not fucking open. The fuck is their problem? <laughs> cool it. Cool it. Cool it. <laughs> You'll have a chance, Ben. Listen, I need you to know for like the last year and, a, and some change. I walk into Bush Gardens. I look at well here. I live uh, pr- preference for those who don't know. I live in Orlando. I walk into Bush Gardens, Tampa, which is exactly one hour from my house, and I look at the giant wooden lawn ornament and just think, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Our new 2020 coaster. That this, may used or to may be not a open roller coaster. It used to be a roller coaster. A proper think, roller coaster. <laughs> I think at this point, what year did actual Guazi close? 2015? 2015. <laughs> so, seven years later, the, the replacement still hasn't opened. We're, we're, we're in flying turns territory here. here. I think we're trying to... Oh, is that what SeaWorld is at Parks and Entertainment is trying to do? Beat out Kidobles? Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, because that, that makes sense. That's the red competition right there. <laughs> yeah, it's Kidobles. <laughs> oh my god. I just got a flashback of this fucking idiot. Well, you know, they're going to rebuild they're going to rebuild Dueling Dragons at Kenobles. Listen, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm still sad. Oh, hey, real quick, there's like an echo. Do you guys hear that? Dana, are you wearing headphones? Do you have uh, like speakers? I'm on headphones. Where is that coming from then? Ben, is that you? No, I have headphones. Okay. Seems well, like- I don't hear it now. It's, it's yeah, like it comes now and it's goes. Gone. All right. Well. Weird. So while we're changing subjects, I've got a fun game for us. Okay. And this is also a great opportunity to plug the Your Favorite Coaster Sucks Discord. Um, you should join. The link is in the episode description here. We have a great time. It's uh, not a crazy crowded Discord. It's a good enough size where we get to interact with everybody and everybody uh, interacts with each other. It's a good time. We don't have any crazy assholes on there, thankfully. Right, Ben? Yeah, so far. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. So, uh, what we've been doing on there is taking uh, questions, and also our new our new fun game and segment. Your favorite coaster sucks. Would you rather? Oh God. <laughs> um. So Ben, I will ask the first one if you would like to ask the second one. Okay. So here's here's how this works. Um, we will one of us will ask the question, and it gets put out there to. Uh, the two of you, okay. right? And you can ask as many questions as you'd like until the floor is closed, at which time you will submit your answer. And I will tell you what the correct answer was uh, and thusly who the winner was. 
or not I, whoever asked the question will say. I, I think I follow, but okay. So our first one here, and thank you to, oh boy, Justin Coasters. Um, would you rather a two-week trip in Europe sitting next to Rob Alvey on a TPR trip without coffee or a two-week trip in Europe sitting around Acer's disclaimer, both cost the same amount of money, cannot include pot and include the same amount of parks and coasters. Okay, so basically, do I have to spend two weeks next to Rob Elvey or two weeks or two weeks around Acer's? Seems like that's the question. Okay. Um, what and you can't era, bring any weed with you. What era of Rob are we talking about? Good question. This is peak annoying and fat Rob. So, like 2003 through 2021? Exactly. I, I oh, like actually, actually. Like, no, because Rob is not the same that he was 15 years ago. You know what? This is. This is um this is post this is post fat annoying and key sweaty rob. What okay but what time are we doing this is this trip going on is this like July like midsummer peak heat? Yeah, this is like July 17th through August 3rd. No air conditioning anywhere because Europe. <laughs> what's what's the median age of the Acers? 62. I'm going with Rob. <laughs> what? <laughs> are they all are they all men? There are two women, one named Patty and one named Helen. They are not together, but they have been friends for 30 years. Okay. That doesn't fun. seem too bad. <laughs> They're not together though. They're both with their husbands. Okay. Um well, how many credits would I get on this trip? 85. Oh, all right. Um, Each trip. like, well, How many credits? Well, it's the same amount of coasters and parks. As, that was stipulated. Okay. Um, we're going to go with just for both of you. Let's just say, regardless of what parks and coasters, somehow you end up with 100 credits either way. Hmm. No, the, I, I'm still sticking with Rob on this one. Yeah, because I, I think with Rob, it's like a he's a single unit. Yeah. Versus a bunch of acers, and I don't want to like get groped and have to like sit next. You know, like when you're in line and someone asks you if you're a single rider, right? And then they just kind of sit next to you, and then they sort of follow you for a while. I don't want to yeah. deal with that. I'd rather just deal with Rob because. He'll just do his thing and film POVs and you can step away, whatever. I think no matter how I try to spin this, you both made the correct decision. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, I've actually like, been rides with Rob, so Well, I'm like, okay, maybe Rob like discounted a bunch of his annoying ass friends to be on this trip. But then I'm like, there's still somebody probably halfway decent to hang out with there versus a bunch yeah. of like 60 year old 
people. Here's the thing. I, I mean, we've talked about this, so you know where I am. Rob and I had a really bad falling out back in 2009 at the peak of the Robness, if you will. And then years down the line, we kind of uh, became friends again. And, you know, we're civil. I mean, we're not hanging out all the time. He's invited me over to his house, but... Um, Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Yeah. I think that was more because of my ex-boyfriend was really good, close friends with him. Um, but, uh, no, we have a very, like, good thing now. Like, we're friendly. And I actually like his friends. He's he's so different now from what he was back in the days of, like, TPR versus The Gap, you know? Like, I, Does he, he still just, wear an MTV Video Music Awards 2001 shirt? <laughs> not that I've seen, but he always wears a plain black shirt and, and usually like cargo shorts. Yeah, he's he looks, got a look. Or jeans. He looks. He looks like a dad in an old Navy commercial. Mm-hmm. He does have a uniform. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, like. In 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 any old navy commercial where the dad's not the like focus, where like a kid is riding a skateboard and he's just in the backyard wa- watering the lawn or whatever, like yeah. that he looks like that dad, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. That's how he's also, dressed. Like, he has like a pretty cool taste in music. Like him and I have very similar taste in music. We also like like the same sort of show tunes and shit. So. From what I know about his taste in music, he um he likes erasure and a lot of other gay shit. Pet Shop Boys. He, yeah, Pet Shop Boys. Boingo, Boingo. Happy Mondays. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> yes, yes it does. And I bet you he likes to sing to himself. No judgment, just saying. Did he like to sing to himself? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He seems like the kind of guy, and and there's no there's no connotation to that in any way. There's just annoying people that sing to themselves, and you overhear it if you work with them occasionally. Uh, yeah. 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 He seems like that kind of guy, <laughs> and you go, Jesus Christ, would you stuff a fucking sock in it already? Because <laughs> it's never people who are any good at singing. No. You're right. Like, like, you know what? Actually, it's proven he is. Like that video in Japan where they're at that park and he's like, the escalator ride. Yeah, right. I'm sure um, that's his normal life. I'm in the line at the Starbucks. (laughs) It's closed because of a hurricane. (laughs) Twitter. Now let me tweet. Tweet, tweet. So speaking of Twitter, I just got a Twitter account for the first time, and I'm discovering how great it is for porn. I don't have a Twitter still. It's pretty good for porn. I I didn't even know that was a thing. Although what's funny is that there's a lot of, uh, what are they called? Cash whores? They just like beg for money. Oh. It's like... Like, Isn't yeah, that like yeah. half of the internet nowadays? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. By the way, patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. Give us money. It can only be a dollar. 
for just a dollar a month, something, something, something feet. For just one dollar, you can feed a village (laughs) on the internet. (laughs) I'm going to help. Ben, do you want to do the next year? Would you rather question? Um, Yeah, I got to pull it up. Let's see. That's what she said. Hot. Where is this in? How do you get to the... Okay, got it. Um. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> uh, okay. Would you rather have your favorite coaster torn down or not visit any sort of amusement parks for five years? Ferris, water parks, FECs all count, so you can't visit them if it's... So it's true cold turkey. But if you go the full five years without visiting, your favorite coaster survives indefinitely. Oh, my God. Hmm. I, th- I, I think have to get a new job. <laughs> well, does that count? Does that count working at a park? Can you work at a park? And, like, you can't, like, ride any rides or, like, go visit as a guest. But could you go work there? Uh, you just couldn't ride. So yeah, you could work at a park, but you just can't ride anything. Oh my god, get rid of my That almost makes it worse in a way. Right? But at least, okay, so you could still be working there at least, but you couldn't go visit at all, which is, yeah, that seems worse. Like for me, I was automatically leaning towards like, I could probably do five years. I did like seven or eight without visiting a park. <laughs> like, Yeah, I don't uh, think five years is that long. I do. I don't think you could do it. But, I mean, depending on what your favorite roller coasters are, you know, if they go ex- like I'm trying to I'm trying to think of something where well, my favorite my, my all-time favorite coaster is the Mindbender at Six Flags Over Georgia and they've already neutered it. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it like I mean, it's it basically stops on all the trim breaks now, right? Well, when so apparently it was, but then when I wrote it uh, three weeks ago, it was no longer doing that. Okay. It was lightly trimming, but the train is so much lighter now that it still goes pretty slow. Like not slow, but slower. So like there was still airtime, but instead of like that bizarre ejector, terrifying airtime that you would get. It's now just like sustained floater. Oh, okay. That's so, like, it's still there, but it's not what it was. Yeah, but sure. I'm I'm at this point, like, would I rather have this than no mind bender, or should it have died with dignity? True. That's a good point. That's like um that's like that Hellcat. Oh, there's that go again. J two. Oh my god, I wrote that. Like, that was uh, that was bizarre. Yeah, like before and after the five trim breaks on the first drop. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like that's that's a level that makes Cedar Fair go. Whoa, you might want to tone it down a little bit. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. Oh, uh, that ride is so bad. Everything I ever heard about that ride or saw made it look like absolute shit. I don't understand how that they fucked that ride up so much. 
Yeah, but you got to see a POV of it before the trim breaks, like opening season. It's insane. Like, it looks like probably the most insane wooden coaster ever. It flew through the course, and there was crazy airtime. And I heard the helix. And I heard the helix had like actual sustained positive G's. Yeah, it was like the voyage, not voyage, uh, the legend. Yeah. Hey, Ben. Yeah. Is there any risk that my favorite coaster is going to close in that five years? The Manhattan Express? (laughs) Yeah. No, like in the five years, like say I choose the five years. Is that like the park is dilapidated and it's sitting there waiting to reopen or like, is it still operating and you're able to visit it? Yeah, we're we're in like a kind of a multiverse kind of environment. So we got to assume that if you make it to five years, that coaster will be maintained and properly upkept uh, for eternity or your so, lifetime. So after five years, you go back and that's your first ride. And it's hypothetic, uh, hypothetically like smooth and good as the day it stopped operation. Yeah. I'm going to go with wait five years. Uh, I think that's a good, good I don't think I could do it. (laughs) So you're going to go with having your favorite coaster knocked over, knocked down to, you know what? I'll wait the five years. Five years is shorter than the rest of my life. Unless the rest of my life is five years, then it was a waste. Oh yeah, there's there's plenty of other hobbies to do for a little bit. Take a little break. Yeah. No, but okay. So was it was it the correct answer? Yeah, that's the correct answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, Danon, we win. (laughs) Oh boy, what do we win? Another question. No, I think that was all the would you rather's we had. There was two for this week. Oh, I don't okay. know. We keep putting it. We just started this on Discord like a week or two ago. Okay. So this is only the second time we've actually done it. But we've here. You know what? We can ask you a couple of the older ones we had. Sure. Yes. Ben, you ask the first one that you asked. Okay. I need to make. Sure, I need to look up what it was. Um, okay. So, would you rather have to ride Thunderbolt at Kennywood in the left seat in the same row as sweaty 100 degree F humidity Rob Alvey? Oh my god, again? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a running theme. You'll in, There's more running themes you'll quickly learn. Um, or ride a Gravitron full of Fousies who just ate a bunch of Burger King onion rings. I guess I'm riding Thunderbolt with Rob. <laughs> I think that's what we said too. Like, I think that's what we came right. No one wants to be on a gravitron with of farts. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the answer we came up with. Because, like, sweat, you can. No, I picked the gravitron. Oh, the sweat will like stick to you. That's right. Yeah, you picked wrong. I don't know, man. Because after a ride cycle, you'll be away from the fucking onion ring farts. Whereas, like, sweat, like, grease sweat doesn't wash off. You know what I'm saying? You're going to want to shower. 
Mm. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. I'll- strangers, strangers sweat. Like, um, like a couple, like when it's the end of the day at a coaster event, you're riding like Legend or something or Raven, and it's just like sweaty bodies rubbing on each other, getting you like you walk off the ride and you feel wet. Wasn't that you and I? Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> we did that. <laughs> I'm pretty you guys sure aren't strangers. That, that that like very intense front row ride we had on Legend, our bodies became one in that helix. Yeah, they had to be peeled apart. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little wet. It was hot. <laughs> like, temperature-wise. <laughs> I don't know, Ben, which was, which was more interesting, that or squeezing into the Jetstar together. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I think the so the thing about the fucking Schwarzkopf thing was that it wasn't like you and I really didn't have to cram in that much. Like there was plenty of room. It was just my fucking knees. Like my knee was in the bar. Like and I couldn't move it. And that's that's was the worst part. That that woman that operator was determined to get all four of us in one vehicle. I mean, I'm glad she did. I mean, it makes a good story. (laughs) <laughs> right, right. So, uh, Bash at the Beach was fucking fun. And then we rode, uh, whatever the SMS El Loco is called, where it said, Please me. Oh, that's right, yeah. Track tie. <laughs> and we were both like, What? <laughs> we- <laughs> so, if anyone's ever been on, what is it called? Steel Hog? Yeah. Yeah. When you go up to the top of the lift, it's a sharp, like, S turn and then, like, a 180 and then a pass vertical drop, and it's all in a matter of seconds. And it, like, throws you over the lift hill. And we go over the lift, and the track tie on, on the track in front of us just says, Replace me. And Ben <laughs> immediately goes, Oh my god, do you see that? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Danon. Yeah. Would you rather? Oh, boy. Ride in Vertigo across from Rob during a naked coaster ride. Or be a naked human sushi service plate at CoasterCon. Why are you doing this to me? I guess I'm riding in Vertigo with facing naked Rob. Yeah, I think that was correct too. Correct answer. <laughs> correct answer. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the harness covers enough. Yeah, it's not like in the seatbelt. You know, it it like covers balls. You know, you're still well, gonna see plenty, but it's not gonna be as bad as <laughs> having to be a sushi tray. <laughs> no, I do not want to be you, mid sushi tray at Con. But you are allowed. You are allowed to be hard. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, is that for riding in Vertigo with Rob or the? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have to make direct eye contact with a er- with erections <laughs> during the ride. <laughs> uh. 
Oh, I really, I, and I know my mom is going to listen to this podcast because I'm in it. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, Dana, you want to try something different? I'm sure. I'll try anything once. <laughs> well, we put up a section on our Discord to, to keep plugging our fucking Discord, which you should join, by the way, Dana. I know. Discord is it's 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 very fun. You know, it's an ongoing set of chat rooms essentially. Okay. Is the easy way to explain it. And so we set one up to allow, you know, our listeners and our community to ask us questions. So maybe if you'd like to be the voice of our community, you can ask us some of the questions that our listeners have sent in if you if you're interested. Uh sure. Where can I find those questions? Uh, look on the right side of your screen on the chat. Okay. Oh, okay. So, our, we have a couple questions. Uh, for the first one, it's for Zach. Uh, what park or amusement industry event would you want to play a set at most? Ooh. Um. <coughs> dang. I think probably my gut reaction would be Hollywood Nights because that's the one where people are having the most fun. But also, no. <laughs> but also, you technically did. Kind of did. Kind of did. So, like, don't really sil- have that one on the bucket list. You had your silent disco while uh, Taylor Bybee and Sarah Anderson were fucking in the cabin. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Hey, and maybe Scott will be there next year. We'll see. Um, I meant at my silent disco. I, know I don't know about anything else. I, I'm not here to speculate. Cool it. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go with uh, like an IAPA after party. Ooh. Like a cool one, though. You know? You mean not like a lame one, like in the like tailgating in the fucking parking lot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of these no. kids do. Yeah, no, like um, like the GCI one. Mm-hmm. If they let me set up my shit in the corner there, you know what I mean? That'd be cool. Or like Mark Z it and do it on the station platform of White Lightning. Yeah, oh exactly. God. Something like that. That would be very, very fucking cool. Exactly what, yeah. Something like that where I could really interact with the rides. So, yeah, I think GCI after party of Viapa, some way that's very prominent interacting with the rides. So, either on the station or have some like lights set up near that turnaround or whatever, you know? Yeah. Some way that's very prominently interacting. But, uh, Thanks for sending in that question, Logan. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next question is for Ben. What are some of your favorite places you've skied, and what places are on your bucket list? Um, I think my favorite ski spot ever was... That's a good question. I should have thought of this beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> after I just took a giant rip. Um, Beautiful. 
How about this? I'll just say a really memorable one. And that was the first time. Um, so there's this section that's south of Rocky Mountain National Park. And it was the first time I went backcountry skiing. And we started at 2 in the morning, saw a sunrise. It was just really beautiful. So it's like my favorite skiing memory. Source places, I'll just say ones in Canada, like Blackcomb, okay. Whistler Blackcomb, and then uh, in Alberta, um, there's like good skiing around Lake Louise, and it's super like scenic. So I'll go with those two. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have another question for everyone. So that includes you, Dana. I guess that includes me, yeah. All right. So, if you could only be allowed one park for the rest of your life, and you lived five minutes from it, what would it be? Assuming it would just immediately, like, teleport from wherever it is uh, to you. That is actually in the parentheses at the end of that question. So, you could only go to one park, but you can get there within five minutes, no matter where you live. Yes. Shit. Well, I think I'm not afraid of moving. So I think what I would do is if hypothetically, if I had like a wife and kids and they were already in school and stuff, I would like move my whole family to Santa Claus, Indiana. So I could be closer within five minutes of the Raven. So that way I could fulfill my fantasy and Shut obsession the fuck up. Shut while the fuck I make up. my family suffer. Shut the fuck up. What? He's talking about negative G. <gasps> I'm sorry. I I kind of forgot about that man after he went off on me because he's a psychopath. Anyway, Ben, do you have a, like a serious answer? My serious answer is just Holiday World. Really? You go to Holiday World? Really? I think so. I think so yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Actually, no, 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 no. That's not on. That's not true. Um, Silverwood. Silverwood. <laughs> yeah. For the rest of your life. It's the only park you can visit. I'd be okay with that. Silverwood. You know what? For a little bit, that was my reality. Wild dude, wild waves blows. No, and Silverwood but is the, the only whole park. rest of your life. <laughs> well, if you, I, I decided to move to the Pacific Northwest again, maybe that would be my life. So it's fine. I'll yeah, just. But you could move anywhere, and that's still the only park you can visit. <laughs> you can teleport. The, I, okay, I forget about the teleporting thing. Then I would just—I'll just say Cedar Point. Is that what I'm supposed to say? No. <laughs> no, it's not about a right answer. It's just about like really Silverwood. Are you sure? Have you guys been there? To Silverwood? Yeah. No. Yeah, touche, touche. So then I'm changing my answer yet again, and I'll say Silverwood. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with your answer. It's just it seems surprising. Actually, I will say I rewrote those uh, coasters recently, like in the last year, a little bit further down my list than they were because they were running terrible. Well, those are the only ones you get to ride anymore, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, you know what though? Actually, you know what? That, that's actually not a bad because you get a you get an R you get an RMC single track, you get a giant inverted boomerang, you get a pretty good CCI, and like another okay out and back. You know, yeah, it's not bad. That's really not bad. 
What would you guys yeah. pick? All right, Dana, how about you? Jesus. Uh, you know, I want to say Tokyo Disney Sea because that's been like my number one park since I was 16. But honestly, I'm thinking Fantasyland. I could. That, that'd be a good. That's your end. I'll be out. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about that. Uh, I've, I've been twice, and both times it was my favorite park of the trip. And the most recent time, I just kind of, I don't know, fell in love with it. I mean, everything seems to be really well themed there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, those I could see that. That looks like a cool park with like the theming like that. Yeah. It it really is. It's just that good. For sure. Well, that's a solid pick. Yeah. What is your pick? Um, I'm probably gonna go with uh, fuck, hate me all you want, Disneyland. I would never hate you because Disneyland is one of my favorite places. It's amazing, and I feel like you get enough of everything in a theme park you want. Like, sure, there's no great roller coaster, and you'd even have a better roller coaster right fucking there that you couldn't ride. But, sure, you know, Space Mountain's fun. Disneyland Space Mountain. And, you know, you get enough of good theme park stuff there where it, it would, like, scratch the itch good enough, you know? In terms of big coasters. Yeah. But you also get a varied enough experience where, like, it wouldn't matter that it's the only one you get to go to. Because enough stuff happens. They they change enough shit around there and they do enough stuff for people who practically that is the only park they go to. I mean, here in Orlando, you have people who have never even left the town in their lives. They go to the same parks every day. I mean, why else would you go anywhere else? Orlando is clearly the only place you need to go to. Oh, correct. There's no yeah, one else guys, in Florida. You guys got Ponderosa and Del Taco. We have one Del Taco. And it's amazing. And I patronize it several times every time I'm in Orlando. I know you do. Actually, you have two Del Tacos. The other one's by UCF, so it's quite further. I ended up driving all the way to that one last time I was in Orlando. Was the one by Universal not good enough for you? It was closed. Oh my god. Surprisingly early. And I said, I'm having goddamn Del Taco. I don't care if it takes me an hour to drive at the middle of the night. I don't think I knew you did that. That's really funny. Is it, was it worth it, though? Taco. Was um, it worth it? Ben, yes. have you tasted Del Taco? Yeah, I eat Del Taco all the time. It's okay. That's okay, yeah. Of of course it was fucking... What am I, going to go to Taco Bell and fucking have this shit sports all over a hotel room? No. Yeah, Del Taco is Taco Bell, but like, good. Yeah, that my I liken it to basically Del Taco is Taco Bell, but it's made from food. <laughs> I think of it as kind of like the subway of tacos. I think it's a little bit better than that, but yeah, that's about right. Because, like, you know, subway, 
Here's here's why I say that because Subway is still the same caliber fast food as McDonald's. It's just the illusion of being healthy because it's all consists of it all consists of vegetables. You know what I mean? Like you, you're convincing yourself you're eating like real spinach, real tomatoes, and technically it's half true. <laughs> the stuff at Subway is real. It's just fucking gross. Yeah, no, I'm not a Subway fan. <laughs> Like there's, it's not that it's not real spinach. It's just gross spinach. <laughs> Dude. Have you ever, when was the last time you ate an entire foot long meatball sub from Subway? I've, I eat Subway more than I care to admit because as a, here we go again, as a vegan, it's something I have to do sometimes when I'm traveling. Cause it's the, like the only option. Right. And here's the thing. Do I ever enjoy it? Yes. Possibly for a second. Right. The first bite's like kind of good. Um, I don't mind the wraps from Subway. It's but... like I acknowledge it as food. You eat it and it's like, yes, this is food. And I'm eating vegetables, but there's like, I know there's something kind of off, but it doesn't matter right now. It's like these green peppers, they really taste like green peppers. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Right. And like see How do they do that. <laughs> and I always add salt and pepper to my subs. And I think it's just because there's no flavor in the bread. Yeah, it's like, can I get the bread with flavor? And they're like, uh, you want Jimmy John's? <laughs> But I mean, sometimes those like the Southwest sauce or the whatever, the Southwest sauce or the mayo, one of those is okay. That's the thing. It's like, I can't, I think the last time I had Subway was maybe five years ago. I will admit maybe like once a year, I get a craving for Subway. I had it today. Whoa. Because um, Subway is offered in our cafeterias at work. So that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, if it was if it was like super convenient, then yeah, either, yeah of it course. It was either that or the grill, which isn't always great. And our burrito bar's been closed since COVID, so subway it was. Okay, so you know how there's like one major food distributor that's kind of like basic. I don't like everyone region. It's a little different. There's like Cisco or Aramark or like. Those like generic big name, like when you go to a company meeting and they cater lunch and it's a fucking turkey bistro box. Yeah. Whatever. Dude, once I had a fat free Pringles, evil Pringle bastards experience on a work trip because of. Oh, God. The bistro yeah, box. What? Oh, boy. Danon. Um, <laughs> do you not remember this Craigslist posting? I, let me let me find it. I'll get you the link. Hold on, give me a second. Yeah, and then just okay. like read it, read it to yourself. You got to read the whole thing. Are you sending it to me on text or? No, I'm gonna send it on the chat. You fucking and you can just open it. You evil Pringle bastards! I don't. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, um, 
we don't need to recap the whole experience, but basically it was in a food situation like that and a work trip. Oh God. That seems really uncomfortable. Yeah. And then I had to go to six flags over Georgia the next day. And I literally contemplated. I'm like, on because I basically like it happened at work, like in the middle of the work day. So I did like okay. question had yeah. to. Oh yeah. Or was that like your like built in day, or was it like you were going to like you had a credit to get? Like I just wanted to go. Like I was in the like I was in the area for a week, and it was like my last day to get there. Okay, so it's like, all right, that's it. I gotta go today. Because mm-hmm. they're only open till eight, and you get out of work at like six. And it's like, hmm, it's a forty-five minute drive. If I make the last hour, I can get on Mindbender and like, you know, Scream Machine or something. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So it happened and, in the. And how was the weather in Georgia? Like hundred degree F. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, that's why I don't go in the summer. So I have like the most shameful first world problem I think I might ever have. And I'm really guilty about this. What is it? I literally got a hotel room just so I could take a shower. Why? On On the way there. And then left the hotel room literally an hour later and then went to the park. Wow. Was the room in like absolute shambles? <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, it was fine. It was fine. Did you, did you like fuck the room up? I mean, no, dispersely not. Dispersely not. Hotels have a good way of staying much cleaner than like your average residence. Danon, had you not heard the evil Pringle Bastard story before? No, but I just finished reading it. <laughs> we we recapped that. Ben reminded me of that, and we went over the, the entire thing. Uh, I think that was last week. Yeah, that was a shitty episode. On the the one after the Orlando one? I, yeah. I haven't, yeah. I haven't listened to it yet. I, I read that whole thing um, <laughs> aloud. It's a... Uh... Yeah, it's quite a story. It is something else, but you know what? I remember a similar thing on Craigslist about um, a flood. I think it was a Target or Walmart bathroom. Same concept with Pringles. No, just the outcome. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say out, I mean out. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a. Well, um, shit. It's it's Christmas. So, do we have any Christmas wishes? What are you? Okay, how about this? Do you have any roller coaster Christmas stories? Uh, I mean, I worked at a theme park on Christmas for many years, and. Um, Did anyone ever leave you a nice Yule log on the seat of the ride or anything? <laughs> um, without disclosing where I work, though, I if you if you are familiar, I've already you've already gathered with some of the hints. 
Um, I think it was like my first Christmas working at said theme park. I was 19. And I, in the very typical fashion of the ride I worked at, we broke down. Um, not like I said, not going to tell you where I worked, but I worked at um, a roller coaster featured on uh, El Toro Ryan's problematic coaster series. And it was one of those rides that uh, likes to break down often, depending on operator error. And uh, <coughs> I had this man that uh, just screaming at me, refusing to follow any directions, screaming, throwing his fingers in my face that he's waited two hours and that this is bullshit. And I just looked at the man very angrily and sassy, pointed his way out and screamed, Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> uh, Wait, there you go. Yeah. Happy holidays. Who's out front should have told you? It's like, get out. I can't do anything. Merry Christmas or something like that. See, I've worked New Year's. New Year's is where the crazy happens. I, I, I'll tell you, Christmas is actually like the nicer day of the b- busy week because people are like, oh, thank you for working. And I'm just like, I, I wouldn't be working if you weren't here. <laughs> um, yeah, thankfully they give me this thing called the paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of any other like good Christmas coaster stories. I feel like I should. Oh my god, I I do, but I don't want to talk about it online. <laughs> but um, the most recent ride I worked on, um, like I said, not going to tell you where I work, but I mean Zach and Ben know, so this will make a little more sense. But the the coaster that I work at is a uh, is a new multi launch roller coaster by a European manufacturer, and on Christmas Day, our very first train load of loaded passengers made it to unload to have the ride break down and have to evacuate the entire ride. Um. But our line was already filled, and it was seven in the morning. <laughs> Damn, Christmas! <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Actually, the Christmas miracle is that we had like our A team in the good positions. So not only did we evac the trains, but the ride was back up within thirty minutes. <laughs> Everybody was on like their A plus game, you know. It was a good time. Wow. Yeah, that was actually that was impressive. As if nothing happened at all. <clears throat> if you blinked, you would have missed it. Do you have any good uh, Christmas coaster stories? No, I don't think there's anything I've ever done coaster related on Christmas other than the first time I went to Great American December. Uh, that was pretty nuts because I flew, I was going home for the holidays. But it was cheaper for to go from Seattle to Chicago and then drive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like driving on 94. I'm like, holy shit, 
fucking Six Flags is open. Like I remember seeing the rides running as I was driving past it. Didn't even think of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like being home in December, that like wasn't a thing Yeah. growing up. And I'm like, so, so I'm like, holy shit. I have a pass in my wallet. There are rides running. And I went into the park and it was really fun because all the B&Ms were, uh, were running like winter wheels and were trimless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like the fastest those rides have I've ever ran or you know ridden on those rides. So my 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 first rides on Raging Bull were when it was like forty something degrees, thirty something degrees, and the trimmers are off, which is actually why I love Raging Bull. Uh, yeah, totally. So I, I get it. Yeah, and especially if it's like a place you grew up going all the time. Yeah. And then you don't go for a few years and then you randomly go in December on a whim and like everything is running amazing. It doesn't, it's just weird, you know? I'm hoping to go to Great Adventure next week. Oh, that's right. Cause yeah, they're open too. Yeah. I, fl- I fly out to New York. Um, my flight is in eight hours and I still haven't packed. <laughs> yep. Merry Christmas, one and all. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah. That sounds like fun. Eh. Uh, well, I was going to start packing, but I didn't. Because <laughs> we're podcasting. Yes. And you can sleep yes. on a plane. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's the thing that people can do. <laughs> yeah, I've never been that person. I've gotten pretty good at it. And I'm um, awkward in seats. <laughs> I look I like I'm inside of a clown car. When I went to Europe in uh, September, I took an edible to pass out, and I slept through half the flight. I love that. Uh, nice. But on the way back, I uh, I couldn't sleep. But actually, that was I was proactive. Um, I not to hijack the podcast. Um, on my coaster trip with my my be- my best friends, um, I decided to make a video. Um, in the fashion of like old school coaster videos, not a vlog, never a vlog, but like an an old school coaster music video styled video. Um, and I actually edit it all together on my phone on the flight back from France because I had time to kill and I couldn't sleep. So, I mean, nice. Yeah. Think of how many works. Think think of how many works of art are out there that were done on a plane. Right, when you think of stuff like that, because I, I even remember um, my old videos from like 15 plus years ago, um, a couple of those I edited while on a plane flying to Florida to visit my uncle. I brought my laptop with me, and I just was doing video editing. And, uh, yeah, it's weird. You think of where certain things are done, you're like, oh yeah, we can basically carry computers with us now. I've, uh, yeah, I did consulting for three years. So I literally was just working on planes and I've made the greatest PowerPoints on a plane. And then like, I love like leaning forward and you're like, I, cause I can sleep in my, on my knees. So the thing about being tall is like my knees are so high. So I just sleep on my knees. It's really comfortable. Oof. Well, I can't do that. <laughs> That seems painful. I'm short and fat, so there's that. When do you think uh, Iron Gwazi is going to actually open? 
Uh, sometime in the future. <laughs> you gotta get, you gotta pick a date. A date? Like uh, yeah, when people do gender reveals and you can pick the birth date. Um, I think Iangwazi is going to open. Uh, well, what do they say? I think they gave it a date. No, they didn't give it a date. Let's say March twenty fourth. Sounds about right. Yeah, I think Guazi's getting the March date, and Icebreaker's getting the February date. For now, honestly, it's pathetic walking through those two parks and seeing these brand new coasters that just are sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, especially under the second year of that, it's like because it's, it's pretty sad. It's not it like is. people are at the park that aren't going to want to ride those rides. Or like. Oh wait, it's COVID. I can't ride a new roller coaster. Are you serious? This isn't the time. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like people are not going to ride the ride. Exactly. And they're aware of that, so it's a good business model, I guess. Yeah, keep selling tickets, saying that it's going to open next year. Yeah, tentatively, tentative opening. Well, hopefully, after talking shit, we're still at, or I'm still out in Bish Gardens. I mean, cool. I suppose it's better. I suppose it's better than a time we talked about uh, flushing jewel bags down the monolith toilets. Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, anything could happen in Mount Olympus. And they'd still open the gates the next day. <laughs> yeah. Shit, they wouldn't close. <laughs> You're right. You know, there could be like a mass no, shooting <laughs> in Mount Olympus and they would still be sending trains out on Zeus. <laughs> they'd find a way to cover it up too. Yeah. Like you, you, wouldn't even, like- you wouldn't even know about it. Like somehow. They've got an intern in with the uh, Lake Delton uh, Sunday post or whatever. Oh. And if it did get out somehow, they would just make it like the next year on that day, it was half off and it'd be like, it's family day. Yeah. <laughs> Here, your family. Every day. Have you heard what they do about their... We haven't talked shit about Mount Olympus in a while. Did you hear about what they do with their hotels? So they basically catch people who've never been at the park before. So they sell hotel rooms and they say they're like on resorts or whatever. So then you like go, yeah, you like drive up to the park and you're like, wow, this is great. This nice lobby. And then they're like, oh yeah, your actual room is three miles down the road. It's building number 38. (laughs) And they're just, they're basically just like motels that don't have any staff. So if you don't have towels or something's dirty or something, there's no one there to maintain it. You got to call somebody and then they call somebody over you know, I think I remember seeing that my first time to Wisconsin Dells. I think and being like, very disheartened by it. Yeah, and then eventually, like two hours later, a guy named Nick shows up on an F three fifty and fixes your problem or drops off towels or whatever. Oh like, well, yeah, here you go. You need some towels here, and it's like some used rags with holes in it and and uh, stains. And he's like, uh, 
He said the heat wasn't working here. And like, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty towels. cold. Like here, here's the extra, here's the extra towel. Jam it under the crack in the door. <laughs> this one's to muffle the screams. And then, and then you show up to the gate, right? You get, you don't get any sleep. This room sucks. You're pissed off because you were deceived. And then you show up to the park the next day, and they're like, and they're like, oh, your tickets are just for the indoor water park. It's thirty five ninety nine to upgrade your ticket if you want to ride the roller coasters. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yep. Yeah, no, that's that's just Mount Olympus. Good business model. Teaching Bush Gardens a thing or two. <laughs> well, the good thing is they'll sell beer to a child of any age. That is true. Well, hopefully that's not true, but I feel like it's true. Make sure you keep your also, dog. On. I, I, I heard somewhere their owner kicks dogs. <laughs> We've heard that here too. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Fucking dog kicker. <laughs> well, uh, Danon, do you have any other Christmas spirit you want to get out there before we let you get back to preparations for your Christmas trip? Um, well, I do have that. I think I have to throw in something about Nemesis, don't I? <laughs> That's two. That's two. Oof. <sighs> I don't know. Well, uh, ask- you didn't complete the challenge yet, but let's see if we can't, uh, you know, kind of noodle our way through this outro and give you some space to possibly get number three in there. Yeah, number three. Um, yep. That's okay. when you piss and shit at the same time. So That's hot. One guy, one jar. That had nothing. That, had not, that didn't have one or two in it. That was just number four. <laughs> no. Well, that escalated quickly. Oh, God. Right past one, two, and three to four. <laughs> That video is so messed up. That's what uh, bleeding from the rectum is, right? Number four. I got to go yeah. number four. <laughs> well, sometimes it just happens. Can you excuse me real quick? I got a number four. <laughs> did you do it yourself or did someone do it for you? I got a real number four on deck. <laughs> yep. That's disgusting. <laughs> God damn it. We had a party and someone left an upper decker. And it was a number four. <laughs> <laughs> With the glass shard still on the ground. <laughs> uh, I'm just remembering yeah, when I, walked in, I knew something wasn't right. I walked into the bathroom. I saw a glistening sh- like shatter on the bottom of the toilet. And then I flushed. I knew it. the U-bend was fucked up at that point. <laughs> Or, God damn it, you left the number four and didn't flush. (laughs) And it's just a fucking cow pie with a bunch of fucking blood on top. Uh Is that when Mr. Hands comes in? Oh, God. (laughs) That one was. Back when the internet was young and innocent. Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah. It, was, it was a lot more family friendly. Mm-hmm. 
You didn't have and to. Now you have smut like El Toro Ryan, and your favorite coaster sucks, and actual coaster shit posting. The internet's gone downhill, man. So speaking of the internet, do you know what's bullshit? I was uh, I so I have a Hulu membership or subscription, uh-huh. whatever, and I go to play Seinfeld, and it wants sixty five dollars a month. Uh, for Seinfeld. Yeah, that's bullshit. What the, is the deal with Hulu? So I fired up the Pirate Bay and got a subscription to a VPN that was cheaper. How much? <laughs> and rest is history. Dude, it's way better. Torrents are way better than actual streaming services. Well, duh. Let's make them that's great awesome. again. <laughs> Let's make streaming great again. <laughs> There's something satisfying about plugging in an external hard drive into your TV. Um, we used to have a Raspberry Pi, which is like an external hard drive. It, uh, I think I told you about this last time. Or maybe I didn't. Um, so Rob Alve made this for my ex-boyfriend, and it's a Raspberry Pi. He plugs into the TV. It has a PS2 controller. And because, you know, Rob worked for Activision and has all those files and such, it's every single video game ever made up until, like, 2015 or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Did you hear that? (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) You can thank my recording location for that. The timing was perfect. Like, the funny thing is, is that, like, you can make anything sound like a joke with a perfectly timed laugh like that. Oh, boy. This is going to be funny. Yeah, yeah, online um, ROMs and emulators and stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I gave one of those as a gift to a friend. I I didn't know what to think. Like, I didn't know what to get. So I just made one of those Raspberry Pi game (laughs) ROM things. No, it was really cool. Like, yeah, I, you can, I always enjoy playing with it. Yeah, because you can literally fit every game pre, uh, like PS2 on a single SD card. Isn't it kind of amazing, like how far we've come technologically? Yeah, and yet we still can't make launch coasters that work. Just had to, just had to get back to coasters. We are a coaster podcast. Well, I say we. You are a coaster podcast. I am the guest. <laughs> Not to mention, look at like you, look at you guest hosting like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just think just of all the like spot number three. <laughs> just think of all the TikTokers doing little dances in front of roller coasters. Ugh, that's where I've the, seen it. That's where technology has brought us. Well, remember, if you try hard enough, even you can produce a documentary about RMCs. Yeah, but you need to at least hire someone decent to do the camera work. Oh well, they had the best person for the job for the camera work. Yeah, fantastic cinematography. I haven't watched it yet, but from what I've seen and from what I know, hell yeah, that's that would be the case. Yeah, the um. Cinematography. I forgot what I was going to say something about cinematography on uh, 
at Silverwood. So if you ever have to go to a park the rest of your life. <laughs> Silverwood is your park. <laughs> ben, from now on, that's the only park you can go to. I wouldn't hate that. It looks really pretty, so. Yeah, just it's like um, like what you what you were saying about Disneyland. Like yeah. I to- I totally agree that Disneyland has everything that it's like you could need in a theme park experience. But some of that stuff I just don't really care about. You know what Disneyland doesn't have? Uh, Nemesis. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Number but, um, three. Got it. Three mentions of Nemesis without actually talking about it. Wasn't, Beautiful. Wasn't yeah. there a rumor that Universal was going to do an indoor B&M invert at one point? Um, I've never heard of that rumor. Yep, that's that. I've never heard that rumor. But it doesn't mean it never existed as a rumor, at least. Like, imagine Nemesis, but completely <sighs> indoors. With Universal. I Nemesis completely in the ground. Yeah. Uh, imagine imagine Nemesis but there's two of them and then they're like dueling <laughs> and they look yeah, like dragons work. it'll never work <laughs> I will say it sounds like a good ride for Knobles right I was just thinking Knobles <laughs> yeah oh wait, wait wait hold on hold on well they have to get rid quick. of their wooden coasters for it first yeah but okay can we all talk about how great Twister is I rode Twister, so I've been going to Knobles my whole life, and I rode, I went in 2020, and I thought Twister was running the best it had ever ran, ever. Yeah. In fact, I liked it more than the Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very mad at myself for saying that, but I actually enjoyed my ride on Twister more. Yeah, I had same, same thoughts, although I've only <sighs> been, I only did Knobles for a credit run before that. So this is the first time I've actually got to go and did rerides and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Twister was so good. And Phoenix was kind of like... It like went- it's great. Phoenix is amazing. But Twister was just chef's kiss. Yeah. And unique, too. Like, it's really unique for a wooden coaster. Yeah. So, totally. I haven't ridden it in so long, I can't even comment. Just that feeling of... Change. The feeling of going down that giant first drop and like you're anticipating like that typical wooden coaster jackhammer, but it's like glass smooth. Yeah. That's so fun. Like, and then, uh, yeah, the helix is really good. Though that ride and legend have gone way up this, this past year. So I'm excited about that. Oh my God. Legend had no business being as good as it was. Yeah. That was insane. No, that was that blew my. I actually bought a legend shirt. Nice. Which, speaking of, I need to go pack and get shower and go to bed soon. Okay, well we can uh, we can wrap this on up then. <laughs> no problem. Uh, we just got to do some annoying shit real quick, Dan. Yeah, of course. Um, people listening, thank you very much. Go follow us on the socials if you like. We're not going to mention them because they're all toxic hellholes and we don't encourage you using them, but we are there. So if you are there, you can give us the follow on all those places. Again, we're not going to mention them. Places worth mentioning are Discord. That is the center of our activity. (laughs) 
that's a cool place. You can find our Discord, and uh, you know we got a cool group there. Um, good places. Let's see what else. Your favorite coaster sucks. Dot com. That's a good one. Or uh, you can email us if you want to, you know, get in touch for whatever reason. That's your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. Or here's a fun one. Leave us a voicemail. I always <laughs> like when people do this. You can call up 312-572-9552. Uh, that will uh, get you to our voicemail line. We will play it on the show. We will laugh at it. We won't laugh at you necessarily, or at least not on the show. Um, I don't know. Uh, Send MP3s. Yes, definitely do. If you're watching movies and reviewing them, thanks again, Justin, for sending in your uh, review of Vacation 2015. We enjoyed it. So if you've got other movie reviews, by the way, we'll be happy to. By the way, Christina Applegate, she's like kind of hot, and I'm saying that as a gay person. I looked it up. All right. (laughs) Can you also say that Flo from the Progressive Ads is hot? Kinda. Yeah, I used used to say that. She kind of is. Shock value. <laughs> well, it, I'm not going to accuse you of trying to convince anyone you were you weren't gay. <laughs> yeah, isn't, no, isn't flow from the progressive ads no, I hot? Swear, um, flow from the progressive ads is my my uh, baiting material. Duh. Whatever. I I just think like um. <laughs> I don't know. You like you like mom types. That's all right. She a mom type? Well, flow from the progressive ads and Christina okay. Applegate. Yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing a pattern emerging. Okay, but I'm talking I'm talking like 2009 flow. And oh man, Betty White gets me every time. Okay, hold on. And like 2000 Christi- Christina Applegate. Like po- like just post married with children. Sure, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to listen to me. I'm I'm a gay guy. I like different things, but you realize Zach is the minority here, right? Well, look, I'm. I'll say this. Nothing wrong with Christina Applegate. Just uh. <laughs> Interesting choice for you to particularly comment on. Listen, when I was closeted, I would convince people that I was into Kirsten Dunst. We all go through it. Here's the thing: is here's the thing: is gay men still perceive? She's kind of cute. Yeah, gay men still perceive female attraction. It's just there's zero like primal urge or interest. I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't really notice it, but I'm also not repulsed. So I, so yay me. All right. Well, on that note, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. I hope you've enjoyed the, your favorite coaster sex Christmas special. We did our best to keep it coaster focused, obviously as a Christmas gift to all of you. 
Uh, we hope you had as much fun listening to it as we have uh, had recording it. It's been awesome. Thanks for uh, coming on the show, Danon, and uh, spending me. your valuable pre-Christmas time fucking off with us. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, thank you all for listening. Hope you all have a fantastic holiday. Um, yeah, so we'll be joining you again probably before the new year, but we'll see. Danny, you remember how we end this shit? I sure do. All right. So uh, thanks again for listening. And, and Dana, thanks again for joining us. Thank you for having me. I love being here. Thank you. Right on. See you. Well, yeah. Right. Until next time, guys. Your, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. Coaster sucks. sucks. <laughs>